0: You're standing at the site of the German Hotel, which served as temporary accommodation for the Marx family shortly after they arrived in London. When Marx came here in August 1849, he was one of thousands of revolutionary exiles from across Europe. By this point, London had established itself as the quintessential political asylum for these refugees. Rosemary Ashton explains why.
1: Uh, The reason London was the main place of refuge for uh, European political exiles after the revolutions of 1848 is fairly simply that it was almost the only European capital in which there was not an uprising or rebellion. Um, It was also uh, a land of London, England, Britain was a land of freedom. There were no passport regulations, so anybody could arrive and uh, attempt to make a living. Nobody helped them particularly to make a living, but nobody stopped them either. Um, There was relative freedom of speech and of association, which was not the case in most European countries and capitals. And indeed, the lack of freedom of speech and of the press was one of the main reasons why a number of exiles from German capitals, from France, from Belgium, from Italy, Hungary and Poland and so on, Uh, that was the the main reason why most of them uh, had to leave their countries of origin. Um, They were either facing sometimes the death penalty for various activities that they had undertaken, revolutionary activities, uh, or prison or uh, enforced exile. And so London was the place of opportunity and a kind of freedom, and freedom for all. Uh, That's why most of them ended up in London, even if some of them actually started off in going to other European capitals.
0: Like many other refugees, Marx thought that his stay in London would be temporary. He expected revolution to break out again, and soon, and he hoped to return when it did. Here's Gareth Stedman-Jones.
2: After the revolution's force marks out of Cologne, and then he spends a few months in Paris, finally he's told if he wants to stay in France, he'll have to go to this marshy district where he refuses to go. So he ends up in London. But the important point to remember is, I think, that he didn't think, and nor did his family or friends think, that they were going to be there for very long. He had no idea this was going to be the rest of his life. They thought that there would be a new episode of revolution fairly soon. Eventually, they come to think that, well, for the moment, the revolution's over. But the economy is so volatile that surely revolution will come the next time there's a shift in the trade cycle.
0: Marx was joined in London by his growing family. This included not only his wife, Jenny, but also their three children, Jenny, Laura, and Edgar, as well as Jenny's housekeeper, Helen DeMuth, who was nicknamed Lenchen by the family. Their first few months in London were largely taken up by a search for permanent accommodation, and they often had unrealistic expectations about what they could afford. David McClellan explains.
3: Well, Marx came to London as a refugee exile in 1850. 18- Forty-nine. Uh, he left his wife behind and came on his own. Settled in first of all in the German Hotel in Leicester Square, looking for accommodation. She followed about six weeks later. Uh, it's important to remember they had at the moment three small children, and she was um, heavily pregnant. Uh, he eventually found some accommodation uh, in. Chelsea, you know, quite expensive accommodation, which they couldn't eventually afford. And uh, the bailiffs were called in and all their furniture was put out on the pavement.
0: After they were evicted from their Chelsea flat in March 1850, the Marx family returned to occupy two rooms here at the German hotel. It's slightly ironic that this address was such a refuge for the defeated revolutionaries of 1848, because if you notice the plaque on the building, It was also the site where the composer Johann Strauss stayed on his first trip to England in 1838. Strauss is famous for his Radetzky March, which is a piece of music celebrating the victories of Field Marshal Joseph Radetzky over revolutionary uprisings in northern Italy in 1848. Like the flat in Chelsea, the hotel was too expensive to stay in permanently, and the family moved in May 1850 to a flat at 64 Dean Street. They found this accommodation because Heinrich Bauer, another German refugee, lived in the building. This kind of mutual assistance was crucial to the survival of many refugees, particularly those who, like Marx at this point, spoke little or no English. We'll now visit the site of one of the most important German exile organizations, the German Workers' Educational Society, at 20 Great Windmill Street. Turn left onto Lyle Street, and then right onto Warder Street. When you come to Shaftesbury Avenue, turn left. As you do, you'll notice that at the Queen's Theatre, the musical Les Miserables is currently running. This play is, of course, an adaptation of the novel of the same name, which was written by Victor Hugo, who was also an exile of the revolutions of 1848 and their collapse. However, Hugo viscerally disliked London, and he spent his exile in the Channel Islands. Anyway, cross over Shaftesbury Avenue and turn right when you reach Great Windmill Street. Number 20 is currently occupied by the B at 1 bar on the right-hand side of the street.